Alright kids, I am back. It is actually only Hannah Ryan here today, but welcome to the Hannah Hannah podcast. So I'm going to set the scene for you. Right now it is winter here in Michigan. Yes, snow, cold. I am not a huge fan now that I live in sunny Los Angeles, Um, but I'm sitting in the basement of this Christmas spirited room and um, I'm going to pod with you guys right now because... I just feel like I need to do one. Hannah and I haven't released one in a while because we've been so busy. But I was like, why don't we do our own single ones if we want to? And I can just get all my thoughts out still, you know? She can too. But I decided I wanted to do one for the girls in which this can be for the guys too. This can be for anybody. But it is focused on um, things girls love, like, or most girls love, like beauty and clothing and boys and such but listen boys this might be a good podcast for you to listen to um because as a 22 year old girl I think I know a couple things so you might get a little insight into how we think because we are so confusing okay like I don't I don't know I feel like I've kind of understood now how to navigate boys but like girls you have no chance like zero chance of understanding how we work because each day we feel, each second we feel different, okay? So good luck, okay? That's all I really have to say to you guys. Um, so I know I have, um, you know, people who listen from all ages, but for you like real young ones out there, okay? This is for you. I feel for you because it's not fun in terms of the social dilemma and maybe hmm, middle school slash early high school. No, it's not fun. If you make it fun, it's fun. If you're having fun, good. Keep doing it, please, because I hated it. But I want to say, I think the most, like the most prevalent thought in my mind when I was that age was like, Everyone is looking at me. I look terrible. I don't look like everybody else. I need to look exactly like everyone. I don't even know. I'm, oh my goodness. It was like a lifetime, two lifetimes ago. So I think it's important to know this is a thought that I still have living in LA right now. Everyone really cares most about themselves. Think about it. When you walk into a room, when you, when you walk into a party, whether it was in middle school or now, you're like, oh my gosh, what do I look like? Do I look normal? Um, you know, what you might think about what your crush looks like, right? But everybody else really only care. Nobody's looking at you and only thinking, oh my gosh, Tiffany's, Tiffany's stomach's kind of seeping a little bit over her pants. Like what? No. Most of the time, if I see someone and that's happening, I wouldn't notice it. And if I did, it's because I'm like, crap, is that happening to me? Like, so that's the most important thing is you need to know that, just do you because no one's really paying attention that much. And if they are, it's because they're insecure about themselves and they're trying to like, I don't know, they're jealous or they like you, you know, that's about it. Also, okay, I don't want this to sound bad, but don't take life too seriously. Because when I was in middle school and high school, I thought that that was my life. Like I was going to reflect on it forever and just be like, Remember middle school and high school? And guess what? I don't say that now once because I don't even really remember a lot of middle school 
And like those, that period only four years later is so unimportant besides some things that happen in terms of, you know, serious life events. But the actual thing as a whole and your social dynamic in school, oh my gosh, it's not important. Like, let me just tell you not important. The funniest thing too is so many people, like right when they're about to graduate high school, seriously, this really happens. Or like right after you all graduate, there'll be like a school-wide, I don't know if this happens at big schools, but it happened at my small school, is like all the little clicks they're not even clicks anymore and they just all like hang out they're like dude school's over should we just hang out and then they just like hang out and you're like what why did we care you're like what why did we care about all this for so long like it doesn't even make sense like literally all the clicks and everything are gone now I'm friends with people from my high school that I would have never thought I would be friends with so there you go like it just doesn't matter so you take seriously what you need to take serious and get through school and if you don't want to go to the events don't go to the events and if you want to wear a sweatshirt every single day because that's what's comfortable guess what do it that's what I did and I don't regret it life I swear if you're a normal functioning human and you're like okay I'm gonna get my crap done so I can have a good time you will enjoy being an adult and life gets so much better let me just promise you that even though the heart the like the lows are lower than in high school and middle school most of the time um the highs are like I don't know it's just life is better I can promise you that I'm only four years out so maybe I'm like speaking way too early I feel like somebody could be 30 listening to this and be like oh you don't even know and I'm like yeah you're right um and it's literally COVID season and I'm like life's gonna get better okay because I also feel so bad for you kids in school right now um, dealing with this. That's why I think life is going to get better. Is because you have to deal with this right now. So that's for you youngins. It's, not, it's honestly for you youngins, but it's for everybody else too. Next, we're going to talk about beauty. Okay, now listen. We're going to talk about beauty in the fun, like, I'm going to give you hair care and beauty advice because... I actually have a cosmetologist as a mother, and which is a beautiful thing because I grew up learning so much about how to take care of my skin and hair. So I'm helping you guys out because I have friends out there right now who are 23, 22, 21. Yes, I'm at you guys who don't have a skincare regimen or like anything. And that kills me because you are going to regret not having a facial skincare regimen when you're old. Now, I am saying this to the boys too, but honestly, I feel feel like boys, maybe this is me, look fine like being rougher later on in life. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, some some people age badly, but like men with like wrinkles and I feel like, I feel like guys look fine as they age and women, for me personally, I don't want to look, um, I don't want to look like a raisin. So I don't want to look like a raisin. So I'm going to tell you right now what you need to look up because I don't want to explain everything to you. You need to look up this guy named Skincare by Hiram. This is not sponsored. This is literally me telling you. And he will tell you everything that you need to do. But the most important things is that you wash your face every morning and night. You put moisturizer on before you go to bed and in the morning. And you put 
sunscreen on. Now I'm telling you, if you haven't started doing these things, it can get hard to get in the process of doing it, but it's so worth it because even my mom tells me now as she's trying to make her skin look younger, she's like, we treated our skin so badly growing up, which I know a lot of the older generation did just letting themselves burn in which I feel like I already and probably a lot of younger people don't do that. We don't let our faces burn as much. So I just believe so much in treating my skin well so that when I get older, um, I don't hate it and try to make myself look younger. So I also want to say that if you're investing in your beauty stuff, you're like, oh, that costs a lot. It doesn't really cost that much um, if you do a simple beauty routine. And also you're investing in your skin later on. So it's totally worth it. And if it's really hard to like convince your parents if you don't have a job, I would just say that and show them the facts behind what you want to do and how it's going to help your skin. Also, this is like the number one thing. Please listen to me right now. Do not sleep in your makeup. Do not do it. Take it off. You're ruining your eyelashes. And I think the people always said this. I'm not sure if it's 100% true, but you're adding on 30 years every, I don't even know how that would be true, but you're adding on 30 years every time you sleep in your makeup because your face is like, it's so bad for it. So it's also leaving it on your pillowcase, which the next night will leave the residue on your face. So please don't sleep in your makeup. And then next I get so many hair questions because you guys love my hair. Okay. Thank you. I want to say thank you. Okay. Um, but I want to say I am naturally just have really thick hair and this is the color it is naturally. So, um, those are really just my jeans. But besides that, my mom is a hairstylist. So I do know some tricks and hacks. First of all, do not wash your hair every single day if you don't need to. If your hair gets really oily and you need to and you can't use dry shampoo, I understand if you need to. But washing your hair like every, I wash mine like every three to four days. And that's great for me because it strips your hair when you wash your hair every single day of the oils that it needs. Next, deep conditioners and argan oil can be your best friend. So you can find them pretty cheap. But I would definitely suggest looking up best drugstore deep conditioners and argan oil um, and buy those. And I do them in my hair every single time I take a shower. And that makes my hair so much less frizzy. My hair can get really, really dry. So it helps it a lot. Also, I know I'm not using a lot of uh, heat on my hair, but if, you're, if you are using heat, also I know I'm not using a lot of heat on my hair, but if you are using heat, please use like a protectant for um, the straightener or for heating products just because uh, that can really damage your hair. But besides that also, this is the number one thing, girls and boys, do not dye your hair over and over and over again or else it will fall out. I'm telling you that right now. I know it's a trend to dye your hair in which it's fun, keep doing it, but if you bleach it many times to dye it different colors, you're going to have an issue with it falling out if you already have especially thin hair. So please be careful with that because that is everyone's, um, that's everyone's enemy, okay, is dyeing their hair over and over again. Okay, let's get into th some fun stuff, okay? Let's get, let's talk about boys. I got a message of somebody asking me, how can you tell if a boy likes you or what do I say to him because I like him? So here's the thing. I've gone through a lot, to be honest, like swear on my life, a lot of rejection, okay, when I was younger. So um, I have issues now as an adult telling boys I like them because of the rejection when I was younger. I still don't like to do it. I normally wait for them to tell me. Um, 
because I'm scared unless the the like telltale signs like that you only really can tell when you're older because when boys are younger they really stink at showing signs but when they're when they're older luckily they just like kind of um show it way better so I would say right now I don't have any like good news to tell you it's just gonna keep being hard and you have to keep putting yourself out there and if you get rejected guess what you got rejected okay it makes you a better person it makes you um put your ego in check no that sounds terrible it honestly is the worst but like as you get older that your the love life part that all gets way easier so um I would say just go for it um or I just normally wait a really, really long time. And if they still don't show any signs, I kind of stop liking them <laughs> because I'm like, okay, um, I feel like if they liked me at some point, they would do something. Or some people are just shy too and they'll never do anything. So you really just have to say something to them. So I say go for it. That's what I say. Okay, also, somebody said they wanted advice on young love. This is going to be an interesting topic because I um, had a relationship that I got very sad after for a long, long time, and I think it kind of messed me up in a lot of ways for the future with relationships. That's why I haven't had a boyfriend forever. So my opinion on this is interesting if you're going to choose to have a relationship because i also can't tell you to not have a relationship because if you really like them and they really like you um but i just have some advice for during that because when you're young and you're becoming a person and also um the other person as it may be a boy boys i feel like are so much less developed in that area until you get about like what 26 to 28 or something yeah it stinks it can be really hard to navigate that in a healthy way because then you get to this age and it's still hard to navigate it. You have to like really be in control of how you react to things. And that's something I think you learn with age that when you're younger, you don't have a lot of control over that because you have raging hormones and you're growing and everything. The number one key that you need to focus on is your living day to day. Okay, you're not living in the future. You're not getting married. You are in that current day dating or together or like each other. Don't focus on the future. Okay, because you don't know what's going to happen next. Everybody's feelings change so quickly and high school and middle school, all that is so weird that you need to focus on that current day and not try to get someone to promise things for such a long time away, okay? Because life is long in terms of after high school and two people actually staying together. So um, focus on day-to-day because you will be so much happier if you focus on the current moment Instead of focusing on, oh my gosh, after college, are we going to be together? Stop. Just stop. Just focus on the current timing. Also, if you run into someone who has a very up and down love life and they want to have something with you and you're very mindful that they, um, not even toxic, but they love the drama of a relationship and the, the fighting maybe, and they might act like they don't like it, but it happens a lot. I would say stray away from them because someone once described it to me as you can literally get a 
addicted, especially when you're younger and you need like those serotonin hits or dopamine hits. You can get addicted to the excitement of the toxicity in a relationship. And when they explained it to me like that, it made so much sense. And the one, the, the relationship I was in, I immediately got out of because I recognized that. But that's such a serious and clear thing that so many people are addicted to that if you even see signs that somebody has that, not saying don't be friends with them, like be friends with whoever. I am friends with a lot of people like that because they're great friends. I just know that they, um, that's their fix in relationships is the, the drama. I would say stray away from that because that's something that nobody really talked to me about. And um, then when someone said that to me, it made so much sense. And you can avoid so many issues if you just get out of that in the beginning. Because you can even think, oh my gosh, they're not going to be like that with me. Well, guess what they are? Because they're addicted to that boost of energy of the highs and lows. Okay, so let's talk about some other things in terms of high school. or These are just real life things all the time. FOMO. FOMO, the fear of missing out, okay? I had this growing up so hardcore, and I really don't anymore just because, first of all, the status of people kind of intrigued me when I was younger, and I would get FOMO because of that. But now the status of people does not intrigue me at all anymore because I have, um, you know, gone to social gatherings with people um, that I really that really intrigued me with their status and then it was not fun and I was like this is so dumb that I'm getting so much fear of missing out for events that I don't even actually have fun at but when I was younger I had so much of that FOMO and then I would actually go to the hangouts every now and then or get invited or whatever and I didn't even have fun I had way more fun sitting with my three friends in my basement laughing our heads off like so I think I also needed to think back then which I do now is the FOMO an ego FOMO or is it a real FOMO? Is it your ego that's going to hurt that if you're not invited, you aren't happy? Or is it that you're actually sad that you're missing out? If you're actually sad you're missing out on something, then try to talk to the person really kindly because you have no idea if they thought past that or didn't recognize something. Um, and if they're just being mean and the person's being rude, then it's they're not worth your time, okay? Because if they're being that rude that they on purpose didn't want to invite you, they're not worth your time because they're going to act rude if you're there anyways. And if they act nice to your face, but then they in didn't invite you, I've had tons of people like this, they're not worth your time. And it's probably not, not, not that much fun. But I get it. I don't have that much FOMO now because I have become way more of an introverted person that I love spending time alone. And also you just know your friend groups when you're older and you don't really get sad that you're not invited to things because you're like socially, it'd be kind of awkward if I was there, you know? Yeah, just not, yeah, I don't really get it anymore. Somebody also said, how do you deal with negative comments? So because I've been on the internet for so long in terms of just a fan or whatever, I know the people who are commenting negative things mean that they are insecure with some aspect of their life and they're either jealous of you or they're just taking it out on a random person. So you need to not let it affect you because it genuinely doesn't mean anything towards you. It's them with their own issues taking it out on you. So you need to recognize that and not let it mean anything to you. Like the second you think maybe somebody calls you ugly, the second you think in my head, wait, what if I actually, no, Shut it down right there and then. There's no, there's no truth to that. That is someone thinking of something mean they can say to you out of being insecure about their life. 
that's what I always say to myself. And as you get older and you find yourself, it's also easier to not let negative comments affect you because they know that they have no backup. And it's normally someone um, who, it's normally someone who's just unhappy with their life. Remind yourself that every single time someone says something negative to you. But also if you did something wrong, I always own up to it and apologize, whether it's in the DMs or in person or whatever. Just ask, can we address this in private rather than publicly? And if they continue to do that, if they continue to hate with no reason to hate, block them, bro. Block the people. Next thing we're going to talk about is clothing and body positivity, ladies and gents. Okay? I know there's some guys listening, and thank you for listening, because I think this part could be for everybody. I want to say, growing up, like anybody else, I was insecure about my body. Okay? Like we all were. It doesn't matter. You need to understand this. It doesn't matter who someone is in school. What the, it doesn't. Everybody is insecure about their bodies, whether they show it or not. At least when you're, I feel like, in high school and in middle school, maybe not everything on their body, but some part of their body. With that, I want to say as a photographer, I shoot with some people who I think are the most beautiful people ever. I'm like, you are so gorgeous. It is insane, okay? And of course, that through time, I've learned how to deal with it and learned what's wrong and what's the truth about myself. But that at times would make me really insecure because I was shooting with skinny, very beautiful, tall people. And I'm not that. I'm short. But the crazy thing is... Not all of them, of course, but a lot of them had such bad body image because what they do for their life is model or whatever, and they have to have people critique them all the time. I don't blame them. like, But you need to know everybody is insecure about something. And also, all these photos, so many of them, so many of these people with beauty standards on Instagram and such are edited, don't have good eating habits. Like, trust me, so much editing. I'm trying to emphasize that. Or they pose a certain way, like, and they look way different in person. It's a real thing. The beauty standards of online are just terrible, right? They're, I'm, that's so clear now, and it kills me that growing up, um, I didn't really have to see that until later on, and you guys see it so young. But I would say do not let them affect you because they're not real whatsoever. And also all those people that you look at and are like, wow, they're perfect. Their life must be perfect. No, they probably have more insecurity than us. Um, and if not, I'm grateful for that. Thank you that they don't have that. And they're positive and confident about their bodies. One thing to focus on is that comparison is like the thief, like the straight up thief of happiness. Okay. You cannot focus on comparing yourself to anybody at all. Focus on yourself and being original. And you can, of course, look at someone and be like, hey, I want to do this with my fashion. I want to do this with my makeup. I love that tattoo. I want to do that. With that, though, that was a, that was a rant. That was a venting session. Um, we can talk about clothing, my favorite thing in the entire world, right? Girls, I want to talk about how you can thrift and find clothing for cheap so that you don't have to commit so hard to buying a $50 dress and then you don't even like it a week later, okay? I have been thrifting ever since I was young. We know this. I talk about this all the time. It's my favorite thing in the world. But I encourage you when you thrift, go on days that are like half off, okay? Or sometimes our salvation close by has days where everything is a dollar, right? Go those days because you can buy so many things for so cheap that you're able to distress it or chop it up or make it into something else that if you don't, you don't love it later on, you can either give it to a friend, 
or you can get rid of it. I'm also helping you save money because do you know how much more fun it is if you have $40 instead of going to a store and buying two pairs of leggings? I mean, if you need leggings, I get it. That's like actually a staple. That's a terrible thing to say. Um, instead of buying three tank tops for $40, you can literally go on a dollar day at a thrift store and buy 40 items, okay? And these are things that nobody else has. That's like the most important part. But the hard part is that so many people go, Hannah, this is the issue is that I need help styling things. So let's talk about that. Because I know it's so hard to go and imagine it on yourself. That's why, first of all, trying things on is so great. But let's talk about styling them and how I um, get inspo to style things. Okay, the number one thing is Instagram. I'm going to let you know right now. You just need to find people who you absolutely love what they wear, but they wear things that you could thrift and save those photos on Instagram in a folder and then literally make a list of things you want to buy when you go to the thrift store. So for example, Emma Chamberlain and Hailey Bieber are two people I go to. Different styles I know, but Emma Chamberlain thrifts a ton of stuff and she makes it look so cute. Hailey Bieber wears a lot of basic things, but the way she like styles them and layers them looks so good. So those are the two people that really I like. So what I do is I'll go save a picture and then in a list, I'll literally write, pretend I want a scarf, okay? I'll write scarf for head with grungy look. So then when I go to the store, instead of looking at all these scarves and going, I, j- I just don't know what to do. I don't know what I want to get. I will picture or go look at the outfit that Haley was wearing and go, okay, what would I wear with this? Or same thing with Emma Chamberlain. Pretend she wore purple pants with a floral shirt. I will go and find blue pants that I'm like, this looks so good with a floral shirt. Instead of just walking in there and having no style direction whatsoever. So you need to have ideas of what you're trying to create because some of us, I have issues with this too, are not that naturally good at layering clothing. So I get inspiration from other people. Also, the jewelry section in the thrift stores is so underrated. You need to go there because everything is like a dollar and there's so many fun, crazy 80s and 90s items. I definitely at the age of like 13 was asking my mom to drive me to Goodwill instead of like Target. So I just really, really recommend that. Um, And of course, wash everything right when you get home. Okay, be safe about it. Don't try on hats at the store. Lice, gross. We don't like that. But the thrift store is key. And besides that, I'm not even going to lie, you guys. Go to like Walmart and Myers if you really are on a budget and shop in like the little girls or little boys departments or in the adult stuff, especially like the men's departments and the really basic stuff. You can buy basic things and then like bleach them or dye them. And it's so easy. And that is my, that is my tip of clothing. Anyways, if you listen to this whole entire podcast, I want to say thank you on behalf of Hannah and I. Hannah Hannah will resume so soon with the other Hannah and I. Um, But this is, again,